the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starn Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American And hello America, welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Show. Trust you are doing well today. Wow, a lot going on. We've got the big debate tonight. And I'm curious, who, who do you hope wins? You know, there are a lot of Republicans out there who are hoping that Gavin Newsom wipes the floor with uh, with Boots DeSantis. I don't know about that. I'm always for the Republican. I always want the Republican to win. And, but there are a lot of conservatives out there who say that DeSantis needs to learn a lesson, and he's going to learn that lesson uh, when he goes up against uh, Gavin Newsom, who's, by the way, a sleazy snake. So I'm not sure. Look, is there going to be a winner tonight? We ran a poll on this a few days ago, and the overwhelming winner of tonight's debate, according to our unscientific poll, is, in fact, Donald John Trump. So just want to throw that out there. So so it could very well be that all of this is for nothing. Are you going to watch the debate on Fox News? By the way, Hannity uh, I was reading an interview yesterday, and I did not realize this. I knew that Hannity palled around with Al Sharpton, but I didn't realize that he and and Gavin Newsom are buddies. So that that always sort of that was a weird thing at Fox when I was there, and it wasn't just Hannity. You know, a lot of these guys um, were friends with a lot of the liberals, so they'd bring them on, and they would you know have knocked down drag out arguments on the air. And then afterwards, they go over to uh, the steakhouse, Del Frisco's. That was the steakhouse of choice for the Fox crowd. And uh, then they'd be uh, drinking their apple teenies together. I just thought that was a little bit weird, right? Um, like it was a, a big act. I mean, I look, I get it. I mean, you want to try to be nice to the liberals, but really, do you want to hang out with Al Sharpton, who's basically a a race grifter, a guy who should be in jail for not paying his taxes. I'm just asking. I don't I'm there may be a, there may not be a right or a wrong answer to that, but for me it just seems weird and a little disingenuous. So anyway, we got the debate tonight, but I want to start out with what happened last night in Times Square and it was a pretty ugly ugly scene. This is what it sounded like uh, right outside of the Rockefeller Christmas tree lighting last night. Cut number two. (laughs) 
right, so you got a little taste of it there, um, and it was bad. Uh, they, they said there were hundreds. It looked to be maybe at least a 1,000, maybe even more than that. And these are, these are pro-Hamas sympathizers. So these, these people are out there marching in the streets of New York City trying to disrupt the lighting of the Rockefeller Christmas tree. They also rioted in front of Fox News Channel. Apparently, they initially thought that that was, you know, Fox has a big Christmas tree out in front of their building now. And the original thinking was the terrorists were hitting the wrong tree. But they ended up in front of Fox News. They clashed with police. It was a violent night, violent night in New York City. And they were waving the Nazi flag. They were shouting horrible things about Jews in the streets of New York City. And you've got all these tourists out there, and they're just uh, there to see the, the, the Christmas tree light up. They don't know what's going on. And then you've got the NYPD. And the NYPD was literally overrun. The The mob of Muslims and everybody else literally took those big police barricades, and they were hurling them at the police officers. At one point, somebody somebody had an American flag, and the police were trying to drag that guy out of there because um, the, the mob was coming after him, and they were trying to steal his flag. And some chick in a hijab, some big old girl, she was trying to yank the flag away. She wouldn't give up. She, the police were dragging the guy out, and she was she was literally trying to yank the flag out so they could set that on fire. They also set on fire a police officer's hat. It was an ugly scene last night. And I got to thinking about this, and I wrote about it on social media last night on Twitter. And it concerns me. Because clearly, ladies and gentlemen, we are in a rough spot as a country. Now, we're going to have some uh, great guests coming up today. And one of them, uh, Dr. Carol Swain, has been told by sources that there is grave concern in Washington, D.C. that we could be facing a major 9-11-style terrorist attack between now and Christmas. And that is a believable concern when you see what happened last night in New York City. Ladies and gentlemen, evil is in America. The enemy lives among us. Not only have we been invaded, we have been occupied by a very dangerous enemy. And this is what the globalists have done. This is all on the globalists. This is why they wanted our borders open, because now we have chaos in America. When you see when you see what's happening in this country right now the other nations of the world do not fear us they're laughing at us when they look at the the chinese owned tiktok pages of of all of these woke leftists they laugh at america america is no longer feared there that those days are long gone those days are over. People people look at us now as weak. People look at America as a nation without men. And I want to say this, and I know this is a controversial thought, but as El Rushbo said, the feminazis are not going to be able to fight our wars for us. And when the 
when the Russians and when the Chinese and when every nation in the Middle East, when they look to America and they see the flamboyance of American men, when they see grown men walking around with painted toenails and fingernails and wearing stiletto heels, when they see that our military is made up of a bunch of drag queens, they laugh at us, they mock us, and they know that we are no longer the strongest nation on the planet. They see that. Now, the question is, what are we going to do about it? Well, it's important for moms and dads to raise up their kids. And dads, when you see your son putting on a dress, tell him, no, don't put on a dress. I mean, it really is that simple. Boys are boys and girls are girls. And by the way, this is even a raging debate within the BLT community. Where, pardon me, the LGBT community. Didn't have breakfast this morning. I was thinking about lunch. So anyway, you've got the, seriously, you've got the, the B's. No, you've got the G's and the L's and, oh, geez. All right, you've got the gays and the lesbians, and they don't know what to make of the transgender people because if transgenderism really is a thing, then there's really no such thing as gays or lesbians or the bisexuals who everybody hates. I'm just I'm just trying to give you the lay of the land in the alphabet activist community. So so the question is what do we do about this? I mean this is a this is going to be a raging issue very very soon. Keep in mind what's happening in Ukraine and Russia that's not going away and it looks like Israel's going to resume their their effort to eliminate Hamas. So there are there are many opportunities for us to get dragged into a war somewhere around the world. And how many people have we had on this program, people in the know, military veterans who are now in Congress saying they have grave concerns about military preparedness? And why is that? Because, because we have feminized men in America. That's why. The idea that uh, men are no longer allowed to behave and act like men is beyond me. But you need to understand this. The other nations of the world are laughing at us. And they're laughing at us because men have allowed themselves, by and large, across the fruited plain to be wussified. It really is that simple. So let me tell you what my concern is. We've seen hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people marching in the streets, standing in solidarity with people who kidnapped American citizens, who slaughtered American citizens, who kidnapped a four-year-old little girl. And you've got millions of people marching in the streets defending the monsters who did that, the evil who did that. And we have to give that evil a name. They're called Muslims. By the way, this is my daily a request, any of you see the moderate Muslims out there marching in protest against Hamas, marching in support of Israel? Any of you see any moderate Muslims out there today? Let me know if you do, and we're going to put them on the air, and we're going to sing their praises. We want to be able to salute those people. So as soon as we find them, we've been searching for years, by the way, and haven't found them yet, but you know what? I'm hopeful. It, it may take some time, but I... You know, they tell us that, by and large, most Muslims are very moderate people. So I'm hoping that one day we will be able to find someone who will be able to condemn this terrible evil from Hamas. But here's my concern. 
It's not going to be isolated here. It's not going to be contained to just New York or Los Angeles. It's it's not going to be contained to places like Chicago or Seattle or Portland. This is going to start this level of violence is going to start happening in middle American cities. But when you look at the terror that was inflicted upon Israel on October the 7th, that terror was inflicted not in the big cities, not even in the medium-sized cities. It was inflicted in small towns in Israel. And ladies and gentlemen, mark my words, these terrorists are not stupid. And they know that they can cause mayhem anywhere they want to. And that's my concern. And we're going to be talking to Dr. Swain on the Newsmax TV show later today. And um, I look forward to hearing what she has to say. But my fear is that the attacks are going to happen in small-town America. Are you prepared? That's the question. Are you prepared? And what do we do? Moms, dads, what do we do about raising up a generation of young men who are men and not wusses? Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. There are a lot of young people, and especially young men, who have been marginalized, and I'll narrow it down, a number of young white men who have been told, and just understand this, you've got a generation now, Generation Z, they've come up through this system now of critical race theory, common core, and the the pronoun mob. And they've been told that they are very bad people because they were born a certain skin color. And you have to imagine this is having an impact on the psyche of these white kids. You just have to. I mean, it would have it would have an impact on the psyche of Asian Americans or Hispanics or blacks if they were told, you know what, you're a problem. And by the way, it is having an impact on black Americans who are being told that they are they will never be successful because they will always be oppressed. That is a lie, ladies and gentlemen, from the pit of hell. There is great evil. And on this program, we confront that evil, we address that evil, and we give you an opportunity to discuss solutions. So our telephone number again, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and in just a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You'll have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time, anytime. And you'll see transparent pricing on every coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. And this new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com or call 866-649-0304. That number again, 866-649-0304, and start investing today. I'll 
Some news for all of you Lifetime movie fans. You could see Mommy doing a heck of a lot more than kissing Santa Claus uh, during their Christmas movies this year. Ben Dieter, have you heard about this uh, this new movie? It's called A Cowboy Christmas Romance. Mm. And for the first time in history, they're calling this a, a groundbreaking moment because for the first time in Christmas movie history, uh, they're going to have a steamy sex scene. Mm. This isn't, home, what is this, like Hallmark, but the X-rated Hallmark? Pretty much, yeah. There's going to be a barn and hay oh, no. involved, as far as I know. Uh, the Tia Magini is the senior VP of scripted content at Lifetime and says that there's an audience out there that's hungry for grown-up romance, and they want to uh, add some smolder to the usual holiday sugar and spice. So here's the deal. This is a big deviation from, you know, Christmas movie plots. I mean, here's how it goes. Every single made-for-TV Christmas movie, this is the plot. City girl moves back home to save a bookstore or a coffee shop, but ends up finding romance with a local male model slash electrician or construction worker. Yeah, it is always weird how hot the farmers are, isn't it? Do all farmers have those washboard abs or... or the wrong town. I don't know. The men of the Todd Stearns radio show do. The men of the Todd Stearns radio program are manly men, and the women are womenly women. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not, oh, by the way, that reminds me. We have an update on the Golden Bachelor ladies, who may or may not be who he says he is. But we'll save that for later. So anyway, yeah, so they're they're going full-blown, full um, you know, X-rated Christmas movie on Lifetime, so you, you can't let the kids watch it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm wondering, do you have a problem with that, America? Do you have a problem with the fact that um, that, that Lifetime has decided, you know what, we're going to, um, we're just going to go ahead and get rid of Santa Claus and we're going to strip down and, you know, have a rumble in the hay. It's like 50 shades of Santa. <laughs> it's true. Rudolph's, Rudolph's nose isn't the only thing turning red. People are blushing. It's terrible. However, Ben Dieter, as as bad as it is, this could have been a whole lot more worse. I, I did some thinking about this. It could have been a whole lot worse. Because the cowboy Christian or the cowboy Christmas romance could have been on Brokeback Mountain. So it could have been really naughty. I'm just saying it's gotta put things in perspective. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. But does anybody really watch the Hallmark movies anyway, those Christmas movies? I mean, they're on like 24 – they're on 24-7 now, I believe. Or if not today, tomorrow. That's uh, the start of December. So anyway, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. We're going to the phones uh, after the break. In the meantime, I've got to tell you about some great things happening Uh, with our friends over at Legacy Precious Metals. They have a brand-new coin, and it's just for Christmas. It's the Newt Gingrich Contract with America coin. This is pretty cool. We all remember the incredible things that happened in this country thanks to Speaker Gingrich and his awesome contract with America. So now you can get this coin, 99.99% silver coin, from our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, 
Go to NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. That's NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. Use the code STARNS, and they're going to give you $10 off on the purchase, folks. That's NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. Use that promo code STARNS. We'll be right back. MyPillow is celebrating its 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell at MyPillow wants to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in the history of MyPillow. You're going to get their queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more, you're going to be able to get a king-size pillow. You're going to receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products like bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing Amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to mypillow.com slash starns. That's mypillow.com slash starns. Use the promo code starns to get this amazing offer of the queen size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 1 800 839 8506. The offer comes with a 10 year warranty and a 60 day money back guarantee. That's mypillow.com slash starns. Use the promo code starns or call 800 839 8506. Promo code starns. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Good to have you with us. This is the Todd Stearns Radio Program. I'm sort of enthralled reading this um, this Breitbart story about the lifetime uh, lifetime going X rated, and uh, i've I've got to I've got to read this to you, Ben Dieter. Uh, this is the description of the movie. When pro real estate closer Lexi Crenshaw is sent to her hometown of Tubac, Arizona. To close on a big ranch before Christmas, she is soon forced to confront former family drama as well as the sexy ranch owner who refuses to sell his home. Mm. That's the Christmas movie plot. It's got to ratchet. I mean, they've got to notch up the heat. I mean, I'm not blushing over here. And I'm- oh, hold on. Here it comes. This is so the writer explains what the movie's all about, and she she's describing the. <sighs> the um, fornication, if you will. The Yuletide fornication scene. Here it comes, folks. It all came out so beautifully, but especially the scene in the kitchen. I had to ride into the stage directions. He pulls her up onto the counter. <laughs> he shoves things off the table. I put it all in there like, don't take the steam and the sex away from me. I wrote it on purpose. I want it there. Good God. This sounds like a this sounds like one of these books you'll find in the kindergarten library at the school. <laughs> Not on lifetime. What's going on here? By the way, I, I just want to say, and look, if if it's your house and you look, the you're king of the castle there, but be careful. You don't want to be buck naked in the kitchen, especially while you're frying bacon. I mean, that can be really painful. Yeah, I don't want those gingerbread cookies. I'll pass. Oh, got to, or at least put a, put a towel over the cookies. They don't need to see that. Come on. What's wrong with you people? All right. Uh, let's go to the phones here. Chris from Asheville, North Carolina, wants to weigh in on um, an interesting story. All right, Chris, what you got for us? Well, hi, Todd. Thanks for taking my call. How are you doing? Chris, I'm fine. Are you a big um, Hallmark or Lifetime movie person? No, I really don't watch TV, actually. I cook and sew and clean and, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. I love it. So you work. You're a productive member of society. 
Yeah, I tell people I should have been born during Little House on the Prairie days when people were families and they sat down to supper together, they read the Bible, they raised pigs and chickens and cows, and they knew who all their kids' friends were. We should go back there, I know. Technology is good, but those were the good old days. Indeed, indeed. All right, Chris, what's on your mind? Well, I can't name the store, but I was in a store, and the cashier was definitely a girl between 20 and 30 years old, would be my guess. And she had a name tag on that was a boy's name. And I said, is that your name tag, or did you borrow one? She goes, no, it's mine. And I said, well, that's a boy's name. And she said, well, I am a boy. I said, well, I bet a million dollars that you don't have a penis. Sorry. I went directly to the manager of the store, and I said, I'm sorry, I will never go to that cashier station again. It's against my principles. There's only two sexes, a man and a woman. Wow. All you got to do is look down there, you know, which are. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, and well, yeah, I, that's, that's a pretty easy way to do it. Uh, Chris, <laughs> I'm curious, what did the manager of the store say? Well, he just kind of looked at me. I said, if more people would speak up and stick to their guns. And he said, well, oh, I know what he said. He said, well, we have to hire them. Oh, gosh. We have to hire them. So is them them or talking collectively or is them the pronoun that them uses? I, I'm always confused by that now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Them, anybody. People have told me that, like, when you fill out an application for a job now or even at a doctor's office, they have more choices than male and female. They have all these other choices. Wow, this is fascinating. So it was this I, like I don't agree with that. Just so just this was a grocery store. Was this a grocery store or a department store? Grocery, but I can't name it. No, that's okay. That's that's okay. I mean, you. Got, I mean, look, we've <laughs> yeah. raised a generation of kids that can't tell the difference between bananas and cantaloupes. I mean, it is what it is. It's very unfortunate. I guess. I, I reckon. What the world well, well, good for you for sticking your ground. So you're, are you going to go shopping somewhere else? No, I'll go shopping there, but I will never go to her. If she's at one of the cashier stations, I won't go to that one. Wow. All right. So she's, wow, interesting. All right. Well, geez, Lou. Chris, appreciate that call, and thank you for listening. Hmm. I wonder what the kid's name was. She she was being very. She didn't want to give out the you know too much information. She didn't want to embarrass a person. But you know, and if you're going up to you know somebody and you know clearly she's a she and her name is what Carl or Larry or George. I mean, I guess that's a fair question to ask. I'm you know what I'm shocked by this story, Ben Dieter. I'm shocked that there was actually a checkout clerk. You know, a lot of the uh, the grocery stores now, they don't have the clerks. You've got to do all the work. You know, and i rather have a they-them clerk than a machine clerk. I, I, the self-checkout thing, I don't care. I don't care what your gender is as long as you have a beating heart. I don't care what's down there. At least you're a real person. Do you, do you, um, do you tip the baggers when they bag your groceries for you? Do you give them some money? N- no. What is wrong with you? Do you? Yeah, you're supposed to. It's, well, I mean, if they bag it, you know, that's the courtesy, or well, unless things have changed. I also don't have a designated parking lot at my Kroger like you do, and I'm not like a household name at the Kroger in Germantown. Well, I don't have a desert. No, I park. No, I park. Um, I park close to a police officer if I can. 
because I don't want the car broken into. Anyway, all that to say, I am curious if you, you know, Ben Dieter says he would rather have his groceries checked out by a pronoun-confused clerk who may or may not be able to give you proper change as opposed to having to, like, scan your own grocery stuff. I don't know. It's a, it's a toss-up for me. All right, 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. Uh, coming up, Congressman Andy Biggs is going to be here. Um, he is very, very concerned uh, that the Biden administration is weaponizing the FISA 702. That is used to spy on Americans. And there is reporting out there, ladies and gentlemen, that Jack Smith, who is currently going after Donald Trump, has actually been able to acquire and 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 spy on you. If you have liked or shared any of Donald Trump's tweets, then you are in their system now. As a matter of fact, there's other reporting out there that if you were anywhere near Washington, D.C. on January the 6th, that the FBI knows who you are and they are actually tracking you whenever you get on board an airplane. This is some crazy stuff happening in the, in the government, which, again, is one of the reasons why they hate Donald Trump. He was exposing all of this. By the way, we're going to be talking to Congressman Clay Higgins coming up a little bit later on. Uh, he's a member of the House Homeland um, and Oversight Committees. Now, what's interesting is the congressman is now getting some numbers. We're hearing some numbers on the number of FBI agents who were boots on the ground in advance of the January 6th riot, which is looking more and more like a government deep state operation. So we're going to be talking to him. As I tell you, folks, we've got some great guests coming up, as well as um, we're going to talk about Henry Kissinger, who passed away 100 years old. And this, you know, it's very rare. I was reading Monica Crowley. Monica Crowley wrote some um, observations. She she had a chance to meet Henry Kissinger. Uh, Monica actually worked right out of college. She worked for uh, Richard Nixon in the final years of his life. And uh, she admires both of those men just greatly. And she recounted a telephone conversation she had with this man who was truly a brilliant mind. And, you know, we're missing a lot of that right now in America. We don't have those brilliant minds. And Monica said that Richard Nixon and Henry Kissinger were two of those brilliant minds who understood America's place in the wor- on the world stage and, and made sure that we had a strong military because we, we knew, and the philosophy was, you have a strong military, then you're going to have peace. We call that putting the fear of God in somebody in the southern states. But, man, the left hated Kissinger. And they are coming. Some of the stuff on social media celebrating this man's death. Folks, going back to the opening uh, monologue of this show, we have evil, evil in America. Unprecedented levels of evil. So anyway, our, our, certainly our thoughts and our prayers are with the Kissinger family, 100 years old, and uh, served in the administrations of Richard Nixon and Gerald Ford. By the way, his wife, uh, Nancy, they got married in 74, 
and um, she is still alive. Uh, she was uh, the second wife, and he has two kids. But uh, a good man, a very good man, and a brilliant mind, a brilliant American scholar. All right, we're going to take a quick break here. 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. We have a Dylan Mulvaney update coming up. Don't be crying in your butt light. Uh, but first, I want to go to Boston. Connor is on the line and wants to weigh in on Henry Kissinger. Hey, Connor, good to, good to hear from you. Merry Christmas to you. Todd Turns, my friend. Merry Christmas to you as well. And I was a pleasure to talk to you. Um, I, don't, I don't even want to hear what you have to say about Dylan Mulvaney. I'm almost afraid to listen to that. But um, when it comes to Henry Kissinger, you know, I just... I think we need to ask ourselves the question. Um, what we've seen on social media right now, the left, with what they've put on there, I've seen on my own social media feed from uh, some people I've unfollowed in the past 24 hours um, about they're glad of the steps, they're celebrating it, all this kind of stuff. But didn't we, didn't Rosalind Carter just die? And isn't the right um, leading by example and saying the you know, nice things about the things that they did agree um, with her on? And, you know, understanding the fact that a woman dies here and it's not necessarily about politics, but it's about the life of the person. I think the question we need to ask ourselves here is, the left's already proved to us that critical thinking is dead on their side, but it's civility as well. And I'm starting to think it is, by what you're seeing on there. It's just secret. It's just it's stuff that a few years ago you wouldn't even believe that you're seeing, but you're seeing it right now. Just shame on them. So, so Connor, a, a lot to unravel here, and I, I will say right out of the gate, the people that are celebrating the death of Henry Kissinger on social media are the same people that are marching in the streets supporting Hamas. Same group of people. Um, you know, it's interesting, and I get a lot of blowback from some conservatives out there because whenever a, a liberal dies – uh, we are always very respectful, and we're always offering our thoughts and our prayers to the family of whoever passed away. What what really bothers me, I don't know why this is a bee in the uh, Todd Stearns man bun, which I do not have, so I'm just metaphorically speaking. But, but Connor, one of the things that really gets me is when you'll have a conservative saying, well, I didn't agree with their politics, but, you know, no, it's not about politics. It's about humanity. It's about a life. And I don't know about you, but especially conservatives, we cherish all lives, even the radical loons out there. 
We just don't want them running our country. hundred percent. We're all God's children, my, uh, my friend. But, you know, it's just like we don't want them running our country. And you know what? Sometimes we just really don't want to hear what they have to say. Like, what your mom used to tell you when you were a kid, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Just hush up. Hush up. Hush your mouth. That's what my mother would say. Yeah. Mother stars. Hush your mouth. <laughs> all right, Connor. Uh, you got big plans for Christmas? So going back to see the family in uh, Western Mass, like, see, like my mother, my you know my mom, my dad, and uh, yeah, we're gonna have some good fun. Well, good for what? Well, <laughs> well, I love that. You deserve a break from them there in Boston. Uh, they make you, they can make a person drink. I'll tell you that much. Right, yes, indeed. All right, Connor. We'll we'll enjoy a Baptist martini in your honor. Uh, Merry Christmas to you, and uh, always good hearing from you. Thank you, sir. Always a pleasure. Merry Christmas, Dylan. Do we have the Do we have the Dylan Mulvaney yet? Okay, let me, folks. <laughs> this guy's this guy's a mental case. Now, now, Ben Dieter, I know you've been covering this a lot on the uh, on the K on KWM, the Mighty Nine Ninety, the whole you know Dylan Mulvaney controversy. This man who is clearly a man who thinks he's a girl, and it's his it's quite frankly his impression of a girl that that should be more offensive than anything to women. And it's not even a good look at, like, if you're going to try and put in all the effort, be a good-looking one. But you're not, because you never can be, because you're a man. That's true. But, I mean, uh, Caitlyn Jenner at least tried it. Uh, That didn't work either. Oh, that's disturbing. (laughs) I mean, he looks like a man wearing a wig. That's true. Um, All right, so this is Dylan Mulvaney, and... This is just very bizarre, but take a listen. Today wasn't supposed to be a crying day. Why do I always feel like crying? Why do I always feel like crying? Don't do it, Dylan. Don't you dare. No! Oh, my God. Was that it? That was it. It was almost like he was schizophrenic there, right? You know that Bible story, my Sunday school teacher used to tell me about it, where they cast out all the little demons and they went to the pigs and the, it made the guy go crazy because he had all the voices in the head of oh, those yeah. demons. Yeah. I think they left the pigs and went to Dylan Mulvaney. So years ago, there was um, there was a Jerry Springer episode, uh, and you guys may be a little bit too young to remember uh, Jerry Springer, but uh, it was... It was really one of the uh, the the early renditions of the crazy reality TV shows, where they would bring on these bizarre people like transgender folks and all this kind of stuff. And so, anyway, they they brought on this, uh, this these transgender people, and one of the people in the audience made a comment about how one transgender person's um, nether regions were larger than the upper regions. And that set off the transgender person. And so the transgender dude was like got up and there was a big, huge fight. It was on TV and we can't play it because there was a lot of bad language being used, Ben Dieter. But it was like the transgender person said, I may be wearing a dress, but I'm still a man. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, my God, it's like demon possessed. <laughs> You know, this all started with the. This all started with the. Remember the bearded lady at the the carnivals. Yes. That, the, that was no, that no, was no. the freak show. You mean? Yes, that's well, what they literally called it, the freak show. But it was a freak show. Now it's mainstream. 
And Dylan Mulvaney is really just the bearded lady 2.0. That's what we just heard. We heard the... We heard who he really is versus the um, the we you know this whole female thing, yeah, the chick side. But back in the day, you had to pay ten dollars to get a ticket to go to the carnival. Now Dylan Mulvaney is on the front page of Cosmopolitan. We've got to find that video from Jerry Springer. It freaks me every time I see. I may be wearing a dress, and I'm a woman, but I'm still a man. Okay. Get it on, folks. Jeez, aloo. Hey, we've got Andy Biggs, Clay Higgins, Congressman Andrew Klein coming up, plus your calls and some shocking news about Chris Cuomo. That coming up next. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Todd Starnes radio program. Very happy to have you with us uh, this hour of the show. So it certainly looks like Speaker Mike Johnson getting close to allowing the Republicans in the House to move forward on impeaching Joe Biden. And my question is very simple uh, to you. Is that the move that Speaker Johnson needs to make? Do you want to see Joe Biden impeached? Yes or no? Give us a call, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. I would say, uh, based on everything I've seen, that Jim Jordan and... uh, James Comer, have come up with some pretty rock-solid evidence. I mean, it really is the smoking guns, not just one, but multiple smoking guns, that Joe Biden, his son Hunter, and a good chunk of the Biden family were involved in a criminal enterprise. Might even want to bring in the RICO Act on this one. So curious to know if you believe that's the right move for Republicans to move right now on impeachment. Again, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. I told you before the break about Chris Cuomo, and this is a shocking statement you're about to hear. But I, I want you to understand that this country is in such a horrible spot right now that even a lot of Democrats, even a lot of Democrats, liberal Democrats, and I don't know if, I'm not sure that there are that many moderate Democrats left, but they, but the liberal Democrats are beginning to realize that their party is gone. As bad as things are in the Republican Party right now, it's worse in the Democrat Party because their party is controlled now by people who literally hate this country. I mean, you've got people like Chuck Schumer. What is wrong with my voice today? Why am I, My voice continues to crack. My apologies here. But you've got people like Chucky Schumer out there condemning members of his own party who are anti-Semites, Jew haters in the Democrat Party right now. What is old is now new again when it comes to the Democrats. So Chris Cuomo was doing an interview on a podcast, and he said, you know what, folks, it really is bad. And, well, he said he might even consider voting for, brace yourself, Donald Trump. 
If you get those two, though, you're going to sit it out, or you're going to go. Oh, if it's if it's Biden Trump, look for me again. Um, we survived a Trump administration. Uh, would we survive another one? Yes. Yes. I don't think there's any greater risk to America with him than with Biden. And for people who are now going to attack me and say, what are you talking about? Trump is like this crazy man. Well, look, you know, as Patrick says, the data is the data. Nobody was trying to kill us when Trump was president in a way that they're not now. If anything, there's more hostility. And you can have reasons for that any way you want. I'm just saying existentially. I'm not afraid of a Trump presidency. Um, existentially, I'm not afraid of another Biden presidency because unlike many people in America, I believe that the country is much stronger than any individual leader. Um, we survived the Russia thing. We survived January 6th. We survived having Biden as a gaffe machine. We survived uh, Congress. Uh, going after each other and doing nothing for the rest of us. We survive these things. Are we better for it? No. Uh, should we be doing things differently? Yes. I think it happens. I don't know when. I don't even know why. But, you know, in terms of who I'm going to vote for, I would really have to see where we are at that moment in time. Uh, and So you're open to Trump vote? I am always open. And I'll tell you this, people say, oh, you've never voted for a Republican in your life. Wrong. And not only have I, the first vote I ever cast was for a Republican. Wow. There you go. I mean, that's how bad things are. And look, I don't think it's going to be Gavin Newsom. I I just don't think the Democrats are willing to go down that path with another straight, rich white guy. I just do not think that's the guy. Maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. The party is now too progressive. And and look, Chris Cuomo sees that. His brother, Andrew Cuomo, sees that. So, by the way, disgraced brother Andrew Cuomo, who's being talked about as a possible mayoral candidate for New York City. That that family, it's it's bizarre. So, look, I'm not a big Chris Cuomo fan, but this just demonstrates, it illustrates where you are, where we are right now in the country, where even diehard Democrats are, are now willing to admit, yeah, you know, I, I could see myself voting for Trump. Look, uh, the, the Black Lives Matter dude in Rhode Island, I didn't realize they had black people living in Rhode Island, but apparently they do. Anyway, BLM guy in Rhode Island chapter says he's throwing in with Trump. No, that's not racist. It's just Rhode Island. You forget people. You forget it's a state unless you're watching Family Guy. I'm just telling you. Anyway, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. I got to tell you why my voice is cracking all over the place today. So, Dieter, yesterday I had to uh, scoot out. I had to do one of these uh, nuclear stress tests. So I had to go to the cardiologist. And uh, by the way, a lot of fans of the show um, apparently have heart trouble. So it's good to see all of you, and I hope you uh, have a speedy recovery. We, we need you listening to the program. So anyway, I had to go into the, for this procedure, and normally they, uh, for the stress test, they're going to hook you up to the, um, you know, the treadmill, and they're going to speed up the treadmill to a, to a point where your heart's about to blow out of your chest, and then they uh, run all their tests to figure out, you know, how your heart's doing. 
And uh, but now they're not doing that as much. And uh, instead, they had this medicine uh, that they shoot into you, and it does. It has the same effect of, of as going on a long run. So it, just in a matter of seconds, you know, your heart feels like it's about to explode. And uh, anyway, it's got all these side effects. Uh, and one of them is that just, you know, dries out your throat and your voice, gives you a headache and all that kind of nonsense. Anyway, I got to tell you, Dieter, what happened in the, uh, in the waiting room. So it's like a three-hour ordeal. So they have to take photographs of your heart. Then you have the procedure. Then you have to wait a half an hour. And then they take another picture. And, you know, it's just kind of an ongoing ordeal. So they do you in groups. And so I was part of a five-person group that was going in and uh, getting all this stuff done. You're not allowed to eat or drink anything for 24 hours before the procedure. It's insane. And so uh, there I am in this room, and uh, there were two 80-year-olds. There was a 90-year-old, and I believe a 79-year-old, and then me. Mm. So I'm sitting around looking, and I know this may have felt bad because we all kind of got to know each other because you're stuck together for three hours in this little room. And we're all going through the same procedures, you know, but it's one at a time. And so, so I'm sitting there watching all these people coming back from the procedure, and they look like they have literally seen Satan himself, the looks of horror and fear. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is going on in that room? You were last? That's the worst. Oh, yeah, I was, I was last. But I kept thinking as I saw people coming out, I'm like, I, I kind of like my odds here. I could be the last man standing, literally. <laughs> So anyway, there's this one guy, and I don't know why this, it was just the, the poor fellow, he was incredibly old, and he looked like he had just come off the farm, literally, overalls the whole nine yards. And the guy, he had nobody with him, and he needed a lot of assistance. So we were sort of helping him get from point A to point B. But the guy just kept mumbling to himself. He wouldn't stop, and we didn't, we couldn't figure out what he was saying. But it was, and it went just like this, sweet potato souffle, sweet potato souffle. He kept asking about sweet potato souffle. That was the only thing that we could understand. And so like, good Lord, nurse, get the guy some food. It's, but they, all they had were crackers. But you weren't allowed to eat because of the, the test. I, I, I think he survived the day. I but I felt bad for the guy. I think he was. I think he was still back at Thanksgiving. Mm. So, and you know, it was very. But anyway, anyway, we were all just sort of sitting there, going, "What, what, what do we do? What we 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 told the nurse, but they're like, "Well, he can have crackers later, but he really wants sweet potato souffle." <laughs> You didn't pull out any of your chicken nuggets you carry around with you, did you? No, no, I did not. They they checked those at the door. It's, it's every man for himself when you walk into the cardiologist office. But I did know if you treat it like a spa day, then it's somewhat tolerable. Very nice people, though. I'm not going to – I won't say where, but very nice people. <laughs> but all I could think of was, I like my odds here of surviving this. You, But, but you survived. Now, I've got to circle back to the medication – so if you they give you the medication, it's the equivalent of running ten a ten k on the mar, uh, on the treadmill. Does it have the same benefits of of losing the calories? Could you just start taking this medication? You don't have to run or go on walks anymore. No, no. Oh no. 
So, and they give it to you. This is what's fascinating. So they bring out this big gurney, you know, the kind you see in the back of the ambulance. So I'm walking and they've got the big gurney and it's up against the wall with a pillow. And so I guess because they've been through this before, um, that you sit up and then they administer, they put it through an IV and when it hits you, it's automatic. I mean, as soon as it hits the bloodstream, you're running, you're running about a two minute mile. Wow. I mean, it is fast. And is that a fast mile? Ben? That is. Okay. All right. It is fast. And so anyway, I made the joke and I said, oh, I said, how clever. I said, you put the patients on the gurney just in case we keel over. You don't have to pick up the body and move it. And she said, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Oh I'm like, oh, wow. They've done this a time or two. So I've got to ask on behalf of the listeners, Chad, what was the report? How's the heart? I don't know. I, I haven't got my results oh. yet. But, but I'm fine. I should be fine. I'm coming so. to work on a gurney. That's that's it. If you see me, if you hear me mumbling about sweet potato souffle on the uh, show, there may be some problems. I felt bad for the. I wanted to like order do a DoorDash, but I don't think anybody was you know, Cracker Barrel doesn't deliver to the cardiology suite. That's terrible. All right, so that's why my voice is so. The side effects are it dries out your throat. So my apologies, ladies and gentlemen. The docile baritone sounds that you normally hear. Emanating from my mouth, not exactly good today. All right, we got to take a break here. 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. I'm curious, are you, are you done shopping for your presidential candidate? Have you, and I know we have a lot of DeSantis, Boots DeSantis people out there, Haley people out there. Have you decided, you know what, it's Trump's, let's go for it, give it a shot, we're all in. And let's uh, get this guy back in the White House. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right. Welcome back to the Todd Stern's radio show. Let's go right to the phones. Danny in Georgia, listening to us on WDUN, wants to weigh in on President Biden. Hi, Danny. What's on your mind today? Well, you asked the question about should he be impeached? What hasn't he done that he shouldn't be impeached for? It is a great question, Danny, because there's a lot to pick from, isn't there? Yeah, there is. I mean, starting with the election. I mean, he should have been kicked out right away. <laughs> well, I would say that the, um, the the big issues for me are the border, and Biden has violated his oath of office by refusing to protect us from enemies foreign and domestic. You're right. That plus the fact that the whole Biden family's got rich off of it. Oh, well, look, using that criteria, just about everybody up on Capitol Hill is going to have to be given the heave-ho. Oh, I know that's right, because they're all crooks. They're all in it. To, you know, that again, and this is why this is why they hated Trump, is because they, they believe that Donald Trump was a threat to their power and their bank accounts. That's why they had to get rid of Donald Trump. Well, that's why they tried to impeach him and get rid of him, because they knew that he wasn't going to play their game. Yeah, that's it. That's it, Danny. So I'm curious, what do you want What do you want the House of Representatives to do? You know, nothing's going to happen in the Senate, so this is really just a matter of formality. But what do you want the House to do here? Well, I want them to 
put it on his record, just like they did Trump when they impeached him for nothing. Uh, you know, Danny, I, I tell you, I, I feel the same way you do about this. And it is a, you know, they did it to Trump, and Trump didn't deserve it. And you heard Chris Cuomo there talking about Russia. We survived Russia. We survived J6. All right, those were not the fault of Trump. As a matter of fact, we know Russia was a fake hoax. So what we survived there was an attempt to sabotage a presidential candidate. And then once he got elected, they tried to overthrow the duly elected president of the United States. Those are crimes that have yet to be addressed. There are people walking the streets right now that ought to be in jail, but they are not. Well, that's because of our two-tier justice system right now. They all should have been, there's a lot of them that should have been arrested and put in jail. That's it. That's it. Danny, appreciate that call, and thank you for listening. Again, our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. By the way, they're going to vote to expel George Santos, the Republican from New York. And I have a, I have a thought about this. Here's, um, here's Santos, and definitely this guy is a bad egg. Cut 17. You said that this is a distraction from the institution. I know you've been getting this question a lot, but if it's really, truly a distraction from the institution, why not just resign? Because if I leave, they win. If I leave, the bullies take place. This is bullying. The, rep, the chair of the committee putting out a motion to expel, just introducing it and not calling it privilege, was designed to force me to resign. But he didn't even have the fortitude to go ahead and call the privilege. He had someone else do it, someone who's actually just recently done one on me, which is Congressman Esposito. So the reality of it is it's all theater. It's theater for the cameras. It's theater for the microphones. It's theater for the American people at the expense of the American people because no real work's getting done. Well, he's not wrong there, and you know, again, I I would like to see uh, someone like this removed once he's actually been charged or convicted of a crime. But here's my concern about all of this: you actually have another lawmaker by the name of Jamal Bowman. He is the New York Democrat, the radical New York Democrat, who illegally pulled a fire alarm and tried to stop, tried to interrupt an official vote in the House of Representatives. There is clear evidence, irrefutable evidence of what this man did. It was not an accident. He did this intentionally. And yet the House of Representatives, which, by the way, just a reminder, controlled by Republicans, the House of Representatives and the Ethics Committee, which is a 50-50 split, by the way, but it doesn't really matter because the House decided not to do anything about it. They're not going to punish him. They're not going to censure him. They're not going to do anything. So it's okay for a Democrat member of Congress to break the law. He gets to stay, but you're giving the Republican the heave-ho? I don't know about that. 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. back everybody uh, good to have you with us our telephone number 901-260-5926 so Dieter, remember how you told me todd when are you going to get the results this is kind of creepy i got the results during the last commercial break i called your 
cardiologist and I say, get the, the people are blowing up the phone. They're emailing the Todd Stern show. They're worried. And uh, so we had those expedited. So here's so it's really weird. So uh, they they send you the result. You actually get to see the actual test uh, and it's everything's all digital now. So I get the results before my doctor has a chance to analyze the results. And so you know you know what I'm doing during the commercial break. I'm Googling all of the result words because I don't understand half this stuff. Do we need a drum roll? No, I'm <laughs> no, I no, I'm gonna wait because I'm I just I anyway. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Hey, let's go to BT in Midtown, Memphis, Tennessee. That's my hometown. Listening to the mighty 990, BT, what is on your mind today? My, my, what is on my mind today, brother, is we already got enough criminals here. Is he bringing more across the border? Oh, yeah. you want to talk about that? Let me tell you something, BT. Uh, the folks in Chicago's south side are ready to march in the streets uh, because they're they're disgusted that the government brought in all these illegals and put them in their neighborhoods, and now those illegals are getting preferential treatment. That's so bad. They need to take the criminal justice system and do it over again because these lawyers and judges have let these criminals go. Yes, sir. You're absolutely right. But, BT, you live in a city that is controlled by Democrats. Everybody is a Democrat in power here. Tell our national listeners what it's like to live in Memphis right now. I vote Republicans all the way now. Have you always done that, BT? Have you always been a Republican? No. no. I've seen the light, man. I've seen the light. Is that So what was it, BT, that caused you to see the light? Well, I just told you, man, the criminals out here, we already got our, our home criminals. They ain't bringing criminals across the border. They need to take the justice system and uh, do it over again. They get out on bond. It's just really sick, man. BT. home criminals to deal with right here. <laughs> yes, sir. We we, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Well, BT, God bless you, and we're glad you're, we glad you saw the light and you're voting Republican. And I think there are a lot more people like you in Memphis, former Democrats, who have said, you know what, forget this. Uh, it is, it's time for, to try something else. And to that point, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the crime stats around the nation are just insane. BT, thank you for that call, are just insane, absolutely insane. But here you have, it's a great lesson for a lot of people. In Memphis, Tennessee, they're literally letting murderers out of jail without even having to post a bond. Now, if I go out there and I kill somebody and some moron judge by the name of Anderson, for example, uh, let's just say Judge William Anderson lets me out of jail. You know where I'm heading, Ben Dieter? I'm going to old Mexico. That's where I'm going. Why? Because of the, the pina colada? I mean, the margarita? Yeah. You, put, you let me out of jail. I'm not coming back. Yeah. I mean, seriously. You're facing what? Life in prison? The death penalty? And you're going to be let go on your own recognizance? All right, fine. I'm out of here, pal. They would never let you out on your own recognizance. No, I'd hate to break it to no, you. They, yeah, you, I, you, you have the wrong pigment, and I, you are a wealthier guy. I'm the wrong, wrong pigmentation. Yeah, so walk a fine line. Here's another lesson. But again, Democrats, pro-criminal, anti-victim. All right? 
So they've got, look, their value system is twisted. So this story out of the New York Post, and this just blew me away. There's a 94-year-old Army veteran. His name is Frank Tamaro. Mr. Matero, again, 94 years old, and he is enraged. He was evicted from his assisted living home, kicked out. He is, no, it's not because he couldn't pay his bills. He paid his bills. He was kicked out because the nursing home, the assisted living home, made a deal with New York City leaders to turn the assisted living home for senior citizens into an illegal immigration housing center. So Mr. Tamaro and 53 other seniors will have to move from the Island Shores residences in March. This is just a terrible story. Mr. Tamaro is a lifelong New Yorker. He says, I feel horrible. It's no joke getting thrown out of a house. Could you imagine getting a call from, let's say you've got a parent in a nursing home somewhere and you got a call say, hey, you got to come pick up grandma. We're, uh, we're kicking her out to make room for some illegal aliens of military age. So anyway, um, Mr. Tamaro is going to be living with his daughter and um, her children. He's moving into the family home. I mean, this is really, really disgusting. His daughter says, I don't understand this. It's not fair to anybody. She says, the migrants are getting everything. They're getting everything, and I can't get anything for my father. She says she's having trouble getting insurance to pay for a home health care aid. Meanwhile, the illegal immigrant men of military age are getting everything, and he gets nothing. He's not entitled to anything as a veteran of the United States military. This, ladies and gentlemen, in a nutshell, should be a presidential campaign advertisement because it illustrates Trump's America First policies with Biden's America Last policies. Mr. Tamaro, his life doesn't matter to the Democrats. His life doesn't matter to the to the Biden administration. They don't care. And black Americans, the Democrats don't care about you either. And you better wake up to that because that's why they're bringing all of these people across the border. These are the replacements. These are the replacements. And it is going to radically change America. You you see what's happened to mass um, mass migration across Europe? And look at what's happening now in places like France and Scotland and Ireland and, and, and England and London. Look at what's happened. Cultures have been destroyed, left in ruin. And that's that's going to happen here if it hasn't already started to some to some extent. So that's where we are right now. 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. That's 901-260-5926. Have you been following this uh, new virus uh, coming out of China? No, it's not the Fauci virus. They're calling it the, are they calling it the white the white flu, the white cough? It's a very it's very odd. So we've got an update on that because um, this has been spreading. A white lung is what they're calling it, white lung syndrome. 
it's a, a mysterious pneumonia, a respiratory uh, illness. And we're getting reports now out of Ohio of a county there, Warren County, which is about 30 miles north of Cincinnati. And they have already reported 142 cases of this condition known as white lung syndrome. And it seems to be impacting children. Is anybody surprised by this? And by the way, Biden has yet to shut down air travel between China and the United States. So you have to go back to the pandemic. All right, let's go back to the pandemic. Guess what happened during the pandemic? Nobody got the flu. Nobody got pneumonia. Those two illnesses virtually disappeared during the early days of the China virus, right? It's because they were classifying everything as as the China virus. So I'm curious to know, these kids that are coming down with this white lung syndrome, did they get the clot shot or is something else going on here? So all that to say, uh, we have, we're going to be talking to Peter Galuli, who is the uh, president, CEO of the Wellness Company, in just a few moments. And he's going to be giving us an update and also uh, providing us very important information on how we need to prepare for this. And it turns out that when it came to the people taking things like ivermectin, that the side effects were virtually non-existent. I mean, there were side effects in some people. But compared to the clot shot, it's off the chart insane. So we've been promoting the um, the wellness company's emergency medical kits, which come with an emergency supply of things like ivermectin and z You're going to be able to get one. It is, uh, folks, I'm telling you, this is a wise thing to do. TWC.health slash Starnes. That's TWC.health slash Starnes. Now, when you go to the website, and you'll be able to customize it, or you can get the one that they have. That's the one I've got, and it's great. Promo code STARNS gets you a 10% um, savings. So you're going to get a 10% discount using promo code STARNS uh, if you purchase an emergency medical kit. So again, TWC.health/STARNS. Coming up, we're going to be talking to Peter Galuli, who is CEO of The Wellness Company. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Good to have you with us. I want to go right to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Honored to have Peter Galuli, who is the Chief Executive Officer of the Wellness Company. And again, that website, folks, twc.health slash Starnes. Use my promo code, my last name, and it will activate a 10% savings on your emergency medical kit. Peter, good to have you back with us. Hey, Todd, thanks for having me again. So, Peter, uh, we just uh, shared with our listeners this story out of Ohio where more than 100 uh, young people are coming down with this white lung syndrome they believe may be connected to what's happening in China right now. Um, how concerned are you about this new virus that's emerging in China, and, and how do we need to be preparing for that? Yeah, Todd, um, look, uh, I think everyone kind of sees maybe a little bit what's going on here, right? We, we saw this whole pandemic narrative play out a couple of years ago, and it started the exact same way. Some unnamed virus that they gave a you know, catchy, catchy brand name like COVID. Now they're calling this one white lung. 
uh, coming out of China that was tried to be suppressed, and, and now it's here, and it's affecting the most vulnerable populations. Well, at the end of the day, uh, this is a pneumonia. It is a virus, just like all seasonal viruses we have going around every single year, cold and flu. It's that time of year, right? So we should expect it. And, and that just means we need to be prepared. I mean, it's no more deadly than any other virus that we've seen, according to the data that we have so far. And as long as people are staying healthy and well and, and have medications on hand in case they fall ill, uh, they should be just fine. You know, I, and I go back to the early days of the pandemic when um, a lot of folks were realizing, wait a second, uh, apparently pneumonia has been, nobody's catching pneumonia anymore. Nobody's got the flu. Um, there's There was a lot of belief at the time that they were just classifying everything as COVID, uh, whether you had the flu, whether you had pneumonia. Is there any truth to that? Well, I mean, I think anybody can put two and two together, Todd, when you look at some of the death certificate data from uh, 2020 and 2021. Oh, Peter, I uh, forgot the most... I forgot the most important Apparently one. No one died of the flu. Yeah, got you, you get hit by a bus. No, you got COVID. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly. So I, I think that data is very true. I think for um, the narrative that was being put out there around needing to justify the emergency authorizations of the vaccine, showing that COVID was the uh, purported killer that they wanted it to be, uh, was a very important thing that they needed to establish and also restricting access to critical medications so that there were no alternatives to people beyond going to uh, hospitals being on a ventilator uh, was really important to getting those vaccines out in the wild. You guys have have been doing this for a while, Peter, and I I have to imagine it must be heartbreaking to see these reports that are coming out on an almost daily basis of perfectly healthy young people, athletes that are just dropping dead, and there is a common denominator in all of those. By and large, most of them did, in fact, get um, get that vaccine, that clot, that so-called clot shot. It's it's really frustrating, Todd. You know, to, to say the least. Um, and you know, even even when I watch you know football on Sunday afternoon, now we have to you know sit through a commercial that Travis Kelsey was paid twenty million dollars to do promoting the Pfizer shot when his teammates are <laughs> are dropping dead around him. Um, you know, I just pray that all Americans have now kind of woken up to the fact that these COVID shots don't actually confer any sort of benefit or immunity to the recipient. Um, moreover, I think there's a growing mountain of evidence that the COVID shots might actually uh, decrease your immune response when it comes to COVID and make infections potentially worse. So if you're one of those people who were you know, coerced or misled into taking the shots, and look, there's tens of millions of those people out there, uh, the good news is that there's things you can do. You can do uh, detoxes to try to remove some of the spike protein from your system that uh, could still be circulating. Uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, who I know your audience knows well, has developed a spike protein uh, detox protocol. You can find that on our website. Uh, that really has helped a lot of people uh, detox and feel normal again after receiving these vaccines. So let's talk real quick about the emergency medical kit. And and again, it is important. You're right. It's the winter. People get sick. This has been the way it has been for, you know, since Adam and Eve. Um, this emergency medical kit, what are people going to find in, in this kit they can get from you guys? It's, it's so critical, Todd. And, you know, people have classically thought of being prepared as having food, ammo, and gold in their homes. But medicine is one of those things that people just have overlooked over time. And it's, it's really a shame. So in your medicine cabinet, you want to have Tylenol and you want to have Advil and ibuprofen, but you also want to have critical life-saving medications like amoxicillin, like z like ivermectin, things that, you know, when 
the world goes uh, upside down, you know, you might not be able to find at your local pharmacy. And that's really what we seek to do with these medical emergency kits because so much of our supply chains are now outsourced overseas. So when China shuts down because of white lung or whatever the cause is, you want to make sure that you have these medications on hand because your pharmacy might not have them. Your doctor might not want to prescribe them. The FDA might pull another stunt where they're calling things, you know, uh, horse taste when they're actually a Nobel Prize winning life-saving medication. And that's really what we want to give Americans here, Todd, is a way to get these medications on hand so that the next time they fall ill, they're ready. And and I love it. I've got mine downstairs in the uh, the, the news radio bunker and on hand just in case I need it. And it's it's really awesome. And, and folks, you need this in your home. Ivermectin, Z-Pak, Amoxicillin. All you need to do is go to twc.health slash starns that's twc.health slash starns and you'll be able to order a kit right now and and have it ready and as you said peter and i love how you framed this this is all about being prepared yeah that's that's we're, we're all about preparation we have a, a covid kit that we've also designed um, specifically for people who are concerned about covid and other respiratory viruses and and look, at the wellness company, we're going to be rolling out more of these kits uh, next year for uh, other uses because we just, we're just such believers in, in the fact of empowering people to Love really it. take control and own their own health, Todd. I think for too long, you know, we've outsourced all thoughts about our health to, you know, that sleepy old GP that you've seen for the past 40 years. People are really awake now, Todd, and they're ready to take their health into their own hands and, and, and make their own decisions about what's going to keep them healthy and well. And we want to support them in that journey. All right. Well, Peter, we've got to leave it there with the music coming up. We've got to take a break. Uh, but, Peter, again, thank you so much for the great work you guys are doing there at The Wellness Company. Peter Galuli, ladies and gentlemen, be prepared for the next crisis. Go to twc.health slash darns. I've done it. I've got my emergency medical kit. You need one as well. Hang tight, everybody. Hour three coming up. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American. Starnes. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. So very happy to have you with us today. We have a lot going on uh, this hour of the program. Congressman Andy Biggs is going to be here. Also, Congressman Clay Higgins, who um, who is very concerned about what happened on January the 6th and getting to the bottom of a question we have been asking on this program since that day. We want to know how many federal agents were involved in the planning and the execution of January the 6th. Uh, By the way, Congressman Higgins says, hey, this was an FBI operation, uh, cut number 20. He said he was communicating with his FBI handler while people were entering the U.S. Capitol. Can you confirm that the FBI had that sort of engagement with your own agents embedded within to the crowd on January 6th. If you are asking whether the violence at the Capitol on January 6th was part of some operation orchestrated by FBI sources and or agents, the answer is emphatically You're saying not. no. 
no. He's saying no. Not okay. violence orchestrated Let's by FBI on. sources or agents. Are you familiar with, with, you know what a ghost vehicle is? Director, director of the FBI certainly should. You know what a ghost bus is? A ghost bus? Ghost bus. I'm not sure I've used that term before. Okay. Well, it's pretty common in, in law enforcement. It's a vehicle that's that's used for secret purposes. It's painted over. These two buses in the middle here, they were the first to arrive at Union Station on January 6th. 0500. I have all this evidence. I'm showing you a tip of this iceberg. Mr. Chairman. These two buses Mr. Chairman. are painted completely white. Point of order. Point of order. Sure. Just run over the time. I understand. All right. So they tried to shut him down, and by him I mean Congressman Higgins, when he was asking some pretty important questions. And, and it's vitally important now that the J6 videos have been released and we have seen the behavior of the Capitol Police and these FBI agents, um, including some FBI agents who were actually wearing those red Make America Great Again ball caps. So what, what really happened? And we have to get to the bottom of all of this. And we have to because of people like Congresswoman Lizard Cheney. Now, Lizard Cheney has a brand new book out. And she is throwing every single Republican she knows under the bus. The only person that Lizard admires would be people like Senator Mitt Romney and Senator John McCain. So you sort of understand exactly where this woman is coming from. But Liz Cheney um, has released some excerpts of the book to CNN. And it involved a, a congressman and a friend of this program, Congressman Mark Green, and an allegation, cut number 16, Quote, the things we do for the orange Jesus. Quoting there, Joe, wow. a United States congressman talking about Donald Trump as they sign <laughs> sheets of paper in an attempt to fraudulently overturn an American presidential election. I'm dying to read this book. Um, but she highlights something really important in the excerpt that came out where it shows that this, there's this member of Congress, Mark Green, who refers to Donald Trump as orange Jesus. I witnessed this, but then goes on to support him and to defend him publicly. All right, so here's the problem. Uh, we talked to Mark Green. Uh, he and I were texting night before last, and he said, no, it wasn't me. He says, I was in the room. Heard somebody make the comment. There were a lot of people in the room, but it was not me. So here's my question for Liz Cheney and her publisher. Did anybody bother to pick up the phone and call Congressman Green? Did anybody bother to call and say, hey, uh, here's the allegation that's been made. Were you the guy that called Trump Orange Jesus? And Mark Green, who is a decorated war veteran, he is a medical doctor, he is a man of, of who, who garners great respect in the halls of Congress. Mark Green would have said, wasn't me, folks. But she didn't do that, did she? No, she decided that she wanted to smear Mark Green. And, and the reason why is very simple. She wants, to, she wants to foment a war between those forces in the Republican Party who are pro-Donald Trump against everybody else. So she wants to create a civil war within Trump world. And that's why she did what she did. The woman lied. It, it really is that simple. Liz Cheney lied in her book about Congressman Mark Green. She is a woman who has dishonored herself. So the question is, what are they going to do about it? You've got Congressman Green out there saying, it wasn't me. 
Where is Liz Cheney's proof that it was Mark Green? Where is the proof? What about the fact checkers at the publishing house? Seems to me like Mark Green, and this could be a tough case here, because typically, by and large, if you are in the public arena, you can call people whatever you want to call them, and there's no legal recourse. But maybe there is here. Lizard Cheney is, is going to make a few dollars off of this book. Maybe she was probably given a bazillion dollar advance, and there's no way they're going to be able to make up that money. I don't think a lot of people are going to read this book, and maybe at the end of the day, it, it's not going to matter one bit. Maybe. But I still believe in doing the right thing here. And the right thing is to apologize to Congressman Mark Green publicly to go on all the TV shows, call a press conference and say, you know what? I screwed up. It wasn't Mark Green. It was somebody else. Shoot, blame it on George Santos. He's got two feet out the door. And that brings me to another issue. George Santos is on the verge of being expelled. He would be the sixth member of the House of Representatives expelled, and I believe the first Republican. But meanwhile, the Republicans who control the House of Representatives are not going to punish Jamal Bowman, the Democrat who pulled the fire alarm and disrupted a vote within the House chamber. So could somebody explain to me the double standard here? If you're going to punish George Santos for wrongdoing, why would you not punish Jamal Bowman for wrongdoing? And by the way, uh, Santos has not been charged with a crime, or rather he has not been um, he has not been convicted of a crime. He has not been convicted. Jamal Bowman is out there saying, yeah, I did it. He's confessing to the crime. So you've got all that evidence. So why are they giving Jamal Bowman a pass? I'll tell you why. Because he's a Democrat. And the Republicans would rather play hardball with their own party and nice with the Democrats than actually step up and do the right thing. All right. Our telephone number, 901-260-5926. Again, that telephone number is 901-260-5926. want to welcome all of our great viewers listening on our simulcast of this hour with Newsmax TV. And folks, I don't know about you, but I love Newsmax. They are doing some incredible work over there at the channel, and uh, they've got some exciting new platforms, something called Newsmax Plus. More than 150,000 people have already signed up for Newsmax Plus. Now, With Newsmax Plus, you're going to be able to watch all of the shows. Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Greta, Greg Kelly, all the rest as well. Newsmax Plus, by the way, has some incredible documentaries and movies. John Voight's new series on Israel just out. And, of course, they broadcast all of the Trump events. And that's why you've got to get Newsmax Plus today. It will not cost you anything to start. All you have to do is go to NewsmaxPlus.com for a free trial. And that's a pretty awesome thing. There's no risk. So go to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. Millions are making the switch to Newsmax. Give it a shot. It's free today. All right. Of course, we are remembering the, uh, the incredible life of Henry Kissinger, who lived to be 100 years old. Our good buddy Art Cooley from radio station WHKP in Hendersonville, North Carolina. If you haven't been to Hendersonville, it's worth a day trip over there. Beautiful town, great people. And uh, Art said, uh, Todd, this reminds me of a, of a story. Who wants to live to be 100, uh, someone once said. And uh, a person said, 
the person who is 99. So that's it's a great point. Yeah. If you're 99, you want to live to be 100. If you're 100, you want to live to be 101. Want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line? We've got a spring chicken with us. His name is Congressman Andy Biggs from the great state of Arizona, member of the House Judiciary and Oversight Committees. Congressman, good to have you with us today. Good to be with you, Todd. And that's the nicest thing anyone said today to me. So <laughs> well, good, good. Call it a day. Go home early, Congressman. <laughs> um, there, there's a lot happening up on Capitol Hill. I wanted to ask your thoughts on this, uh, you know, this George Santos story, um, whether or not he's going to be expelled. Meanwhile, you've got Jamal Bowman, who who actually admitted to committing a crime by pulling that fire alarm, and he's not going to get punished at all. Yeah, I mean, this is this is crazy. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm hopeful. I am hoping we don't do something crazy like expel George Santos. I mean, he has not been committed of a, uh, convicted of a crime. Uh, he's basically said he's not going to run again. And, he, you know, his voters elected him to come here. And uh, so I'm, I'm just kind of dismayed. They've already they've been attacking him ever since uh, he got here. So, and, and I get uh, it. I, I, it'd be he, nuts. He may be, be. I mean, he may be all of those things. He may be convicted of all these crimes. But yeah. you know, let's let the process work out. Ultimately, the people who sent him there are the ones who should deal with those issues. But what happened with Jamal Bowman was was something that happened to Congress. He tried to disrupt a vote of the House, and he broke the law there on Capitol Hill. And this guy gets a complete pass, and this is what – it's just mind-blowing to me. Well, it is. Um, and, you know, and I, if I understand right, someone has filed an ethics complaint on him, and uh, we haven't seen the results of that. But but he does – he was convicted, and he was convicted of a misdemeanor instead of uh, – you know, he should have been charged differently as well. But, I mean – I happened, and I told you this before, I think, Todd, but myself and several of my friends happened to go to that very door before he did. We saw the signs. We knew we knew you can go out there. Normally, I go out that door, but today, that day, I couldn't go out. We couldn't go out. We moved. We went to a different door. He told, The video shows he took the sign down, and then he does the, the, the fire alarm. Why did he do that? Because he wanted to... Uh, disrupt the proceeding on a vote that he probably didn't want to take. Mm. Congressman Andy Biggs on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Uh, cons- Congressman, it uh, sounds like Speaker Johnson is is preparing to lead us down this path, which will lead to a Biden impeachment vote. Are are you beginning to sense that? What 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 sort of rumblings are are you hearing up on Capitol Hill right now? Well, he wants to do an official uh, impeachment inquiry vote, and the reason being is this administration is slowing us down. Uh, I think that that vote will pass, and then um, we're, we're virtually done with the the lion's share. We're at the last uh, steps of the investigation and oversight committee. Uh, we'll have a report out uh, with with. A lot of luck and hard work, maybe by the end of this month, uh, and then it would go over to judiciary to hold uh, some hearings, and then uh, we might we might see something move along that would that would uh, advance toward um, impe- a House impeachment vote. 
Now, a Congressman, another big story that you've been all over uh, the Biden administration weaponizing the FISA 702 to spy on Americans. Uh, what's going on here? And give us an update on the, on the latest. So for folks not knowing, that's Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. A portion of that, Section 702, is up for reauthorization at, by the end of this month. That is a section used to spy on many Americans. And we have been working, we've got bipartisan and bicameral support to do a bill that would rein in uh, the, the FBI and other surveillance uh, agencies uh, so that if you're going to go after a U.S. person, you would need to have a warrant. I mean, that's just common sense. But then we, we could put other transparency, uh, punishments, uh, accountability measures in there. Um, and, you know, we're working our way through it. I, I just literally a moment or two ago came back from a meeting with with uh, Democrats and Republicans where I think we're, we're real close to, to nailing that down and getting ready for a vote to go out of the Judiciary Committee next week. And, you know, another component, and I'm wondering if this, is, if this is tied into this, but Jack Smith apparently has his hands on uh, anybody who who liked or or shared or retweeted something President Trump wrote on on Twitter back in the day is is that accurate? That seems that's that's what I'm hearing. That's the public report. I haven't seen any private data on it, but I will tell you that's consistent with some of the other weaponization. This thing called the Hemisphere Program, where you have a Fed, the Feds actually uh, contracting to buy uh, data, personal data from. Uh, big telecom companies, uh, you know, anybody who made a call, even if it wasn't your telecom company, but if you made a switch to somebody who was in that co- company, they got your data and they were giving it to the federal government. This is, uh, this is what I tell you, Todd. It, it is so dangerous what's happening now and what Jack Smith's doing. This is why we wanted to defund him. And we couldn't get the votes to do it, but but we're going to still keep working on it. And, of course, uh, the other thing, American Military News reporting, that the administration tracked all Americans who traveled on January the 6th. Uh, the amount of spying on yeah. the American people is insane. Well, think about it. One of the, one of the most egregious or, or humorous or sickest was that a guy got his data, his uh, telecom data, looked at into... And what was he in the area for? His, his his relative's funeral that day, and and so this is the kind of mass surveillance. And, and they were doing it to people who might have been sympathetic to BLM. They were uh, these federal policing agencies um, have gone overboard, and they can't understand why we want to rein them in. I mean, they tell me all the time, "But Andy, we're we're you know." It, don't you want to be safe? And I say, everybody wants to be safe, but they also want their freedoms protected. And you guys are abusing their freedom. Congressman, we've got about 60 seconds here. I'm curious, that the guy who, was, uh, who had to go to the funeral, how did he find out the government was tracking him? I'm not sure that he did. I mean, we, we saw, I saw this in reports uh, that we had here. That's, that's how I saw it. So the, federal, so, so, the, so the air marshals or the FBI or whoever was behind all of this, they were actually keeping notes on where these people were going and what they were up to. Yeah, that's exactly right. This is and disgusting. so they diverted, they diverted uh, the marshals away from their normal 
uh, jobs and occupation to look at that. And don't forget, we also have heard that that other poli- federal police agencies moved people off of things like child sex trafficking cases and moved them to go after and look for January 6th. Uh, uh, people who were in, in Washington, D.C. on January 6th, whether they did anything wrong or not. That's how skewed and political this thing has become. All right. Well, Congressman, a lot of stuff and a lot of great info. We appreciate you and uh, hope you and the Bakes family have a very Merry Christmas if we don't have you on between now and Christmas. Yeah, you too, Todd. Have a great Christmas. All right. Congressman Andy Biggs, everybody. Bombshells. But this is the reality of the Biden administration where the deep state is spying on all of us. Lord only knows what they're doing with uh, with this show. All right, got to take a break here, folks. 901-260-5926, our number. That's 901-260-5926. We'll be right back. Todd Starnes radio program. Good to have you with us today, folks. A lot going on here. And, uh, folks, we I want to play some some audio before we go to the uh, Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Uh, but this is, um, this is pretty spectacular stuff. So Senator Marco Rubio from Florida was walking in a hallway um, in Congress uh, just a few moments ago. And you know how these guys, they um, they have these uh, mobs and they try to ambush the senators and they try to get them on tape. And a lot of times the senators, uh, they, they want to walk away and uh, the senators want to run away from this, but not Marco Rubio. So this just happened mere moments ago, and I believe these are code pink protesters. And I can't wait to hear um, our good friend Congressman Clay Higgins take on what we're about to listen to. But check this out. Senator Rubio, will you call for a ceasefire no, in Gaza? No, I will not. On the contrary. Are you filming it? Wait, so I want you guys to get this. I want them to destroy every element of Hamas they can get their hands on. These people are vicious animals who did horrifying crimes. And I hope you guys post that. And that's what about position. the civilians that I blame are being Hamas. killed every day? Hamas should stop hiding behind civilians, putting civilians in the way. Hamas knew that this was going to lead to this. So Hamas should stop building their military installations underneath hospitals. So you don't civilians. care that 15,000 have died? You don't care about the babies that are I being care. killed I think every it's day? I think it's yeah. terrible, and I think Hamas is 100% to blame. That's what I think. Make sure you post that, please. I love it. Uh, let's go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker Line. Congressman Clay Higgins from Louisiana's great third congressional district. Uh, Congressman, that is a that is a master class on how to deal with these goons. Yeah, that's what they are, too. I mean, it, it, journalists, these liberal journalists, I think across the country, but certainly here in, in D.C., there's a there's a very insidious brand of liberal journalists and they they attempt to put words in your mouth they frame their questions uh, in a targeted manner and basically senator rubio just handed them their ass and i'm glad he did because it's the same that i do at every opportunity uh yes sir you do and you've been doing that for a long time i remember the great video when you were back in law enforcement uh and the messages that you would send out to the criminal thug element out there um, someone, we broadcast from my home city of Memphis, Tennessee, and we've been overrun by the thugs. And someone said, Todd, uh, ask Congressman Higgins if he retires from Congress, would he mind running for mayor of Memphis? <laughs> <laughs> 
Man, you, you wouldn't believe how many uh, cities have contacted me through the years uh, in the, by way of, like, uh, city council members and, and um, officials from the city just reaching out to me privately saying, man, please come run our police department, save us from, from the crime. And uh, sometimes those requests come from the most, most unlikely uh, sources. But, yeah, America is desperate to get just back to a, a you know, normal level of, of decency that we have enjoyed for, you know, 240 years to some extent, you know, with the good errors and bad errors. But this, 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 at this time that we're in right now, my brother, is so twisted where, where right is wrong and wrong is right and the government is incredibly oppressive and not even hiding it, uh, where Americans become the target of our own our own federal law enforcement entities to the extent that Americans actually, you know, regular law-abiding Americans have this constant level of fear of, of some oppressive act uh, from our own government. And, and, and conservative voices are silenced. It's, it's just a crazy time, and it's time to fight back, I'm, I'm saying. And, Congressman, you are one of the few people that understands the, the significance of what really happened on January the 6th. And we've been asking questions from day one on this program, and my philosophy has been pretty simple. You break the law, you deserve to be punished for your crimes. But what we saw on January the 6th, by and large, was not criminal activity, but it was, um, it looked to me like some sort of a government plan, a government operation. And it troubles me that Christopher Ray cannot give you a direct answer to a question about how many people were involved from his agency in what happened on that day. Well, Director Ray is hesitant to, to reveal that data because it's incredibly incriminating for his agency and, and, and his direct involvement as you know, one of the, the corrupt uh, executive officials in our government that is that is uh, leading the oppressive actions against the American people. He, he, yeah, he's 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 hiding facts. He, he clearly he's not going to reveal. But but let me just clarify that I never ask a question of Christopher Ray or anyone else who is, in my opinion not just a witness before me, that's a suspect. And I never ask a question that I already don't know the answer to. Oh, I, that, that came across pretty clear, Congressman. Um, so you, you believe that Mr. Ray, in your mind, your estimation is a suspect. What, what do you mean by that? Well, he runs the FBI. I mean, it, so, I mean, you have to be living under a rock for the last three years to not know. That, that the, the FBI at the highest levels was involved in, deeply in 2020 with election interference and that that, that was the year when, when American patriots across the country were complaining about COVID oppression to one level or another and we were concerned with the upcoming election 
as it related to COVID oppression and our freedom to move about and mail-in ballots and various sovereign states violating the uh, their own uh, state laws regarding mail-in ballots. There was, it was, the stage was being set for a compromised presidential election, and the FBI was involved in that. And, and there was a connection between what, what ended up happening on six and everything that happened during uh, 2020 leading up to the election and in the weeks following the election because the, the FBI had infiltrated online groups across the country. And what do you mean, Congressman Higgins? What kind of a group? Or maybe the FBI should have been watching them. No. We're talking about regular Americans who were communicating online, expressing their 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 uh, complaints about various levels of oppression that they were facing and dealing with on a daily basis in their lives because of COVID. And those those Americans ended up interacting with FBI agents who were posing as you know, members, regular Americans from across the country that wanted to join that group and communicate on that that thread. So by the time you got to January 4th, 5th, and 6th, when these guys were were gathering for the Trump rally, you know, I don't know how many, but a lot, man, 20,000, 30,000 people at minimum came from across the country. So you had small groups of of men and women american patriots that had never met each other before they had only spoken online and had virtual interactions and they 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 arrive in dc on the fourth the fifth and one of them was an fbi agent you understand so the fbi was deeply involved in everything leading up through 2020 election that's and and interacting with Americans without those Americans knowing that they had an FBI agent in their presence. Real quick here, we've got about 30 seconds. Do you believe that we are going to get to the bottom of what really happened, and will people be punished within the FBI and other government agencies for their involvement in this? I mean, maybe. You know, (laughs) that's not very hopeful, is it? Is you have you have men like me yeah. and men like Donald Trump that are that are committed to reveal the truth and it, and, and, and Mike Johnson, our speaker, has made a commitment to us and to the American people that he will release all the J6 tapes. That's a good first step towards revealing the full truth about what happened on that day. All right, well, Congressman, we appreciate your great work on Capitol Hill. Uh, God bless you, and uh, let's hope uh, that we actually do get the the answers and people pay the price. Thank you very much, Congressman. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, uh, Congressman Clay Higgins, everybody, from Louisiana's 3rd Congressional District, and a lot to to unravel there. And I'm still trying to get my head wrapped around what Congressman Andy Biggs told us uh, just a little while ago, that the feds actually tracked a guy who was flying on January 6th. That guy was not going to the protest march in Washington. He was going to a family funeral. This is absolutely insane. And we've got to put a stop to it. Now you understand why 
they have to destroy Donald Trump because Trump was was up. He knew what was going on, and he was putting a stop to it. He was dismantling the deep state piece by piece. But as we told you, that swamp in Washington, D.C., there are a lot of critters in that swamp. All right, I want to go to the phone lines here, 901-260-5926. Let's go to the beautiful state of Maine. WLOB is our great affiliate there. Mark, what's on your mind? You know, Todd, when you listen to the congressman about what they, they can't get the information on January 6th, and the January 6th committee refuses to turn over even subpoenaed evidence, you got to ask yourself, where is the sergeant of arms of the House? This falls to him to enforce these subpoenas. And if he's got to take a few U.S. Marshals to go enforce it, that's his job. And I don't see the, uh, the sergeant of the arms of the House. I don't even hear his name anymore, do you? No, you don't. And, and it's his and, job and to Mark, enforce these subpoenas. Yeah, Mark, to your point, he has the, the sergeant of at arms has the power to bring those those lawmakers in, no matter how powerful they are, in some cases uh, in handcuffs if necessary, to uh, to complete the the tasks of the Senate and the House of Representatives. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. They've got the power. They're just Mark. I just don't think the Republicans have the um, have the necessary man parts to do what needs to be done there. Yeah, absolutely, and that's why they have a cell underneath the House of Representatives for uncooperative witnesses. It's true. It's a very good point. All right, Mark, appreciate that call. Thank you for listening. Let's go to Denton, Texas. Jamie is on the line. Hi, Jamie. I know you want to talk about George Santos. What's going on? Well, I want to talk about a couple things, actually. Um, I'll make it quick. I know time, but uh, George Santos is openly admitting his lying, and if they're going to uh, remove him on that, then they're opening the gates. They need to remove a whole lot of other people for lying. And well, what they're doing by that's doing a good this, point. They, need to be, they need to be careful because they're setting precedent, and the Democrats are going to be all over that to remove other Republicans, because that's how they play. And the other thing I would want to mention is um, Biden signed some papers the other day about um, anti-Semites. And um, so if he's not, if he's going to put a stop to anti-Semitism, then that should remove the anti-Semites in Congress, and it should prevent any anti-Semite from even running for office in the future. Well, you would certainly hope so. And, Jamie, we've got to run. We are super late for a break, so I appreciate your calls. Um, yeah, I, I think you are right. We, we need to take action here. And the double standards, it, it has to end. Republicans, we put you in charge to lead, to do a job, and you have to do the job. It's not about playing nice. You're not. We do not send you to Capitol Hill to make friends. We don't do that. We sent you to Washington to do a job. If you want to go to a cocktail party, you can do that back home. All right, got to take a break here, folks. We'll be right back. 
This is the Todd Starnes Radio Show. And a little bit of breaking news to share with you from Capitol Hill. Looks like Dr. Rand Paul is a hero. Uh, Dr. Paul, the senator from the Commonwealth of Kentucky, uh, noticed that Senator Joni Ernst from Iowa was uh, choking. Uh, This happened at a lunch. And uh, he went over and performed the Heimlich Maneuver and saved Senator Ernst's life uh, there at the Senate lunch. She was choking on some food. So anyway, the good news is uh, she is okay. Senator Ernst just tweeting this out. Can't help but choke on the woke policies Democrats are forcing down our throats. Thank you, Dr. Rand Paul. Well, there you go. Um, All right, let's go to the phones. Terry in North Texas. Hi, Terry. What's on your mind? Oh, a little bit of everything. It's a grisly day here. We're calling it Mizzle, and it's all your show, everything we watch here, I'm always thinking. But you seem to be, first off, let you know I'm I'm old. I am a retired, not retired, but 15 years in the Navy from 64 to 79, rode submarines during the Cold War, got out, got crossways with the law, went to a federal prison, got out, found out no one was going to hire me, so I went to work. And now I'm a very wealthy man by my standard, which I started pretty low. My standards aren't exceptionally high, but I'm pretty damn well off. I can sit here and listen to all of this crap. And today you seem to be kind of hearing a lot about January 6th. would let you know I was at all of the Million Man Trump rallies. My wife and I were there on January 6th. I was down on the front part on the east facing the Grand Mall when two buses pulled up and started unloading young men, and a van behind them started giving them Trump hats and Trump flags and Trump this and sticks and stuff. I couldn't see what all the sticks were from where I was, up next to the gate. But then they all got together and came up the Grand Mall and started approaching the Capitol. And there the guards started to come up behind their gates, and those guys coming up the hill started throwing water bottles, just like we witnessed in all of the riots in Minneapolis and Seattle, the water bottles, the frozen water bottles. But one of those bottles hit me in the leg. It wasn't frozen. It was just a damn bottle of water. They were giving us drinks. My goodness. And they were flashing their legs. Terry, we've got about 30 seconds here. So you're saying a lot of this was planned and organized. It was all planned and organized on shore. Absolutely. Then I ran back up topside where my wife was, and some of those guys came roaring up the hill. And the guys, they tore it all down. By the way, I'm deaf. you got to talk loud to get my attention. <laughs> but I'm watching you on TV. Well, they come roaring up around the hill, and the guard there pulled back the gate right in front of my wife. And she was sitting in front of that, that news area where they hook up all of their cameras. And, uh-oh, you changed the channel, and I don't hear it. All right. Well, well Terry, Terry, let me jump in here. Because, uh, you sound like a great American patriot. We're running up on our... Uh, on the end of the show, so we appreciate you calling in and not terribly surprised by what you just shared with us uh, because I suspect there are many, many others uh, who have seen very similar things where all of these protests, including most recently these Hamas protests, have all been planned. No doubt about it. All right, folks, got to wrap it up there. It has been a great show today. Hey, head over to toddstarns.com, check out all of our great news stories. Download the podcast and the newsletter coming up in just a few moments. The Todd Starnes TV show. You can watch that on Newsmax 2. And folks, you get out there. You be safe today and you be good America.
Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.